It's time to start ramping up your 2023 ad strategies. Regardless of your industry or size, Connected TV should play a vital role in your marketing mix, and Mountain is making it more affordable and easier than ever to get seen. Mountain's self-serve platform gets you access to tens of thousands of audience segments, serves your ads exclusively on top streaming networks, and automatically optimizes your campaigns thousands of times a day for peak performance. The result? High-impact ads that always find their target at any time with any show. Visit Mountain.com to learn more. Thanks for listening to the AW360 podcast from Advertising Week. To kick off Season 7, I'm pleased to be joined by Bruce Williams, EVP Head of Performance Marketing at Dentsu Media U.S., Bruce and I discuss how every channel has become a performance channel and the need to better define what winning in that environment means today. I hope you enjoy this episode. Bruce Williams, welcome to the AW360 podcast. I'm so pleased to have you on today. Hey, Richard. Yes, um, likewise. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. My pleasure. You are EVP, Head of Performance Marketing at Dentsu Media US. Tell us, what are your everyday responsibilities at Dentsu as Head of Performance Marketing? Yeah, yeah. So here at Dentsu, I have the great pleasure of overseeing all of our performance marketing uh, craft specialists and capabilities. Um, it's a, uh, as you mentioned, a quite a large team uh, supporting a great organization. And we are the performance marketing arm that delivers for uh, our go-to-market agency brands such as Kara, X, and iProspect. Excellent. You know, it's, it's been said that every channel has become a performance channel. And I, I love that because I believe in it. But I also wonder, you know, you're in it. I'm not. Do you find that statement to be true? And if so, could you expand on it a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's part of the conversation I, I hope that we'll have here today is that, you know, I think the, the idea that performance principles are expanding into all media and there's a critical opportunity for, for advertisers is, is really what I'm excited about. Now, I think the, the thing that I would uh, counter back with is, the idea that people just say statements like that that have become a little cliche in our in our industry um, it is something that is a little harder to swallow because I think that the, this idea of performance, um, the word itself, is, is something that is really used as a, a matter of convenience. And I think that when you say it, so many people's minds go to specific places or it means so many different things. And you know, for, for, for example, some people you say performance and they immediately just think of low funnel DR, they think of paid search. And I think that from a, a media activation perspective, it's so much more. Um, I, you know, and I think that you know, when you also think about performance marketing and the more modern view of it, uh, at least from my perspective, uh, you, you, know, you start to think about what are all the components to delivering a great experience to the end customer. You're thinking about what are, uh, what are the elements of messaging that we can bring that can bring a very meaningful experience to somebody that is a highly targeted individual. 
Um, how are we thinking about identifying the right segments and the right targets in the right places? Um, and then all the way downstream, how are we thinking about that, that, that total ability for ourselves to deliver uh, the, the outcome and the most meaningful outcome for our business and our clients? And so I think that, you know, from, from our perspective, it is really that full through the line ability to be, deliver very, very accountably to a very meaningful outcome. And if you don't mind, let's take a step back because you said something that I find very interesting. You know, when we talk about definitions, I mean, the idea of performance channels has been around forever, you know, at least in our lifetimes. Um, how do you define performance marketing? Let's start there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's my simplest definition is it's about being outcome first and it's about being accountable in all aspects of what we're doing to deliver um, and improve um, to the most meaningful outcome. And when it comes to defining what success looks like today in performance channels, what does that look like? And with, you know, the obvious idea that, you know, this is going to vary depending upon what those platforms are, you know, what the desired outcome is, et cetera, but just as an overall roadmap, if you will, of what success looks like. Yeah, I think that that's, that's one of the things that we always want to pressure test to push people to evolve their thinking. You know, I think that in a lot of cases today, success looks like what the individual channel, um, you know, looks like. And I think that for us, the opportunity for performance marketing is to look beyond the channel, um, thinking about where and how are we more uh, outcome first, how are we more customer first, and our ability to move beyond those metrics of how the channel themselves are looking. So how are we getting to the most uh, desirable outcome for our clients? And when it comes to all of the different places, all the touch points that consumers have these days, how do you prioritize where messaging should be before probably even designing the messaging that you're using? Yeah, I think that that's where, you know, we like to think about um, really being uh, agnostic to the way in which we're thinking about where we're going to message users and let uh, the, the understanding of the customer and the ability for us to um, you know, consider where and how we're going to get the maximum return for that be our rudder and how we're making those decisions. And so it's, um, it's very much uh, let, let the opportunity point us to those places and thinking then from there, how can we, we get that outcome? And I think that, um, you know, that, that's where when we think about the opportunities for today and tomorrow, we're seeing that radically shift to, to new channels um, uh, or, or to new formats and the new formats themselves presenting new ways in which we can deliver those outcomes and um, a, a really exciting future in that regard. And in terms of keeping it interesting for yourself and also for you know consumers, how do you go about innovating in each of these new spaces? Yeah, so you know, let's take something... Uh, Per, perhaps like video. Um, you know, video is something that we we oftentimes would not think about being a performance channel in, in the slightest, really. Um, you know, and I think that this is a place where, through different ways in which we can forge partnerships um, with specific publishers, we can start to create um, data syncs, which allow for us to understand exactly who we're reaching. And so from a consumer perspective, 
that's where it all comes together in terms of the value exchange, where we're now able to uh, deliver and design an experience which is going to be most meaningful for them. So they're getting more relevant messaging from advertisers who have something important and a value exchange to, to offer them. And then from the performance marketer standpoint, this is allowing for us to make sure that we're really trimming out a lot of the, the waste um, in the way in which these traditional formats might historically be planned or bought. And it's allowing for us to also understand who we're reaching. So later on downstream, we can create the right measurement and the right structure to then be able to hold ourselves accountable to that video-based impression. So there's a lot of, uh, there, there's really a nice duality there in terms of value to the customer and also value to the business, which is really underpinned by so many of these performance principles. And when you speak about video, are you referring mostly to traditional broadcast television or, you know, connected TV, um, YouTube, all of the above? We like to think about it as video, um, you know, and I think that, uh, you know, certainly, um, you know, YouTube as a, you know, kind of a Google platform is a place in which, you know, you know, we, we can do um, a lot of very uh, connected things, as I just described, mm-hmm. um, but also traditional publishers here at Dentsu. We've uh, we've recently struck a deal um, that was uh, in in the news with NBC and their NBC Unified platform, where now it's very much um, a lot of their traditional this traditional publisher and this traditional inventory is something that we're now able to continue to evolve. So we're seeing it on all all facets of, of the you know kind of the spectrum of video. Marketers in general always have these these shiny new things in front of them, be it you know once upon a time it was social media, tomorrow it's you know the, the metaverse. You know who knows what it is a week from now. How do you sort of guide them as to you know what's important for their bottom line? You know not necessarily not to be everywhere, but it always feels like we want to be everywhere all the time when maybe that isn't necessarily the smartest move for, for some brands. Yeah, it's, you know, it, it is about, you know, the, the principle of focusing on what's the outcome that we're looking for. And, um, you know, is our um, outcome in terms of our activation, does it, you know, any of these partners fit in that mix? And, you know, it's you know, from a performance marketer lens, it's very hard to, to prioritize certain things around the metaverse today. Um, that said, I think that, you know, there are other places in which we can tiptoe into some of these environments via something like uh, gaming. This is something that we're doing a lot of. And, that, and from that perspective, I think you're giving yourselves um, a prioritized and focused reason to be um, endeavoring into some of these new spaces to continue to learn so you aren't finding yourself stagnant and doing everything that you've done for, for the, you know, the past 15, 20 years, um, but you are putting yourself in a place where you're incrementally moving into new environments from a very purposeful perspective. Interesting that you should mention gaming. Is, is gaming really a solid channel for a lot of brands it feels sometimes like for some brands it makes more sense than anything else out there and yet for others it feels kind of like an add-on as a gamer myself i kind of go through this and and look at some of the things that that brands are doing and go oh yeah you know this one makes complete sense and then you see this brand over here try it and you go well you know what are you doing you know you just it doesn't make any sense at all what are your thoughts there yeah, I mean, some of that probably stretches beyond my performance marketing um, expertise, but I, I would say that, you know, on, on one hand, it goes back to authenticity and making sure you have a, a reason to play. Um, you have a reason to understand why you're getting into this space and checking a box to check a box is, is not really going to do um, you know much for your, yourself as a brand and uh, not going to do much from a performance perspective. And it's not going to do much from a customer perspective. Just like you said, those offcoming, you know, kind of experiences that are put out there um, that, you know, that 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 said, you know, I think that it, it is about, you know, some of those very foundational principles about who are we trying to engage and is our 
customer base or our target and where and how we can get to that outcome is that somewhere um, where, you know, is gaming somewhere where they do um, spend their time and can you do something in an authentic way? Um, you know, from a, from a performance perspective, you know, I think, you know, there, there are also some very, you know, interesting ways in which, you know, there, there are ways in where we think about, um, you know, partnering with specific uh, companies that allow for us to, um, you know, re reach and not develop, you know, necessarily develop huge experiences, but we can start to tap into known customer segments or audiences and we can deliver, um, you know, in that same exchange I was almost describing with video. And in that way, um, we're, we're getting into gaming through a lens of where we're understanding, you know, is it something that's resonating? You know, can we be accountable? Are we ultimately, you know, winning customers, getting to, you know, whatever that, that outcome that we're looking for? Let's talk a little bit about accountability. You know, you've said the word a few times along the way. I'm anxious yeah. to kind of dive into that because, you know, we often hear that our industry, for whatever reason, you know, lacks accountability. I think to start, why do you think that is? And to kind of follow up, how would you go about helping marketers explore focus on accountability so that, you know, this becomes a decreasing issue, you know, down the road? Yeah, I mean, my, my, my entire career and time has always been, you know, making sure that every dollar invested has some kind of a measuring stick against it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I think that where our industry loses a, a lot of trust in that is not necessarily holding everything to that same uh, measure of accountability. I <laughs> uh, can't, can't avoid the word, um, you know, and I think that as you know, we see this, these principles of performance moving into more formats and moving into, um, you, know, kind of, um, you know, kind of this evolution of performance into more places, I think that's where we as an industry do have this opportunity to hold ourselves to that, that, that slightly higher standard of accountability in terms of are we investing against you know, a person that first you know, is responding to, to what we're, we're doing and, and wants that experience. But then in the second thing, you know, piece of that is we can start to understand where and how these individuals that we're, we're engaging with um, and these dollars that we are being entrusted with are um, ultimately delivering down downstream. Um, and I think it's through a lot more of that ability to connect data, the ability for us to, to, to you know, build models and um, you, you leverage automation and do many different things that it is giving us this means to be more accountable with so much more that we're doing. And I, that, that, that's really where we, we are in terms of this push ahead that I think is where, where, we, where, where we need to continue to go. And in terms of that data, you know, we've, it's it probably goes without saying at this point that, you know, privacy has been a huge issue for the past few years, especially in our industry. How do you see that impacting things like accountability, um, you know, now in the future, you know, down the road? I mean, for me personally speaking, I just, I always like to use myself as an example because I like to remain somewhat private, but at the same time, I'm also the first one to complain when I get ads that are completely irrelevant <laughs> to me, for example. How do you see the industry kind of writing that particular ship moving forward? Yeah, it, it, it's the importance of uh, first party data, which powers so much. So every, every piece of data we're talking about at some level has been matched into in a consent based way through first party data that has been um, that, that has been shared with a, an advertiser, shared with a publishing partner or any form of that. And so I think that in terms of the ways in which we, we are getting to, um, you know, a, a point of being 
um, useful to the consumer so that they, they aren't frustrated, but then at the same time also not finding ourselves in, um, you know, kind of uh, privacy regulation in places where, you know, consumers, um, you know, do not want to experience what they're, they're seeing. I think we actually have a strong foundation to make sure we're using that first party data to, to lead us into to that, that foray. I think the, the second part of that is, is also uh, the, the second you know, kind of party, you know, these data partnerships that, that can continue to, to move forward. And that's where you're, you are giving yourself the ability through the first party data of, um, you know, a company you might work with on the publisher side and your, yourself as an advertiser um, to, to look at who do we have in our files in a very privacy centric way. Um, uh, um, but who do we have that we can partner with together? And is this a way in which we can now understand through all these very accountable means of exposure down to conversion, see who, um, you know, see kind of the effectiveness of our media investments. Um, and then those are really kind of that foundational premise of your know, first and second party data coming together to deliver a lot of this expanded uh, opportunity that we see into the future. Yeah, the strange thing about all of this for me is I like to think of myself as a fairly intelligent guy, but when you have so many publishers, so many platforms, all of this data, how does a marketer go about just coping with with all of that? That's That's got to be, it feels like an insurmountable task at times when you see just the sheer amount of information and different places it can go, different places it came from. What's, what's the secret there? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a really valid point. And I think that that's where, to be successful, we have to look to automation, um, you know, and I think that as we continue into the future, we have to be comfortable with automation at the same time, making sure that we're, um, you know, understanding how automation is evolving to help us, you know, op operate and how we can deliver on this. So if we're thinking, you know, outcome first, you know, how are we thinking about what do we want to achieve and then use using automation to help us move beyond investment and channels and moving to where and how can we influence or not influence and engage a particular customer and allowing for that to be um, you know, technology and, and that to help us achieve these outcomes. And so you know, I think that without some continued commitment to testing into or some commitment to uh, leveraging automation across uh, particular partners and platforms and, and within our own organizations, we will never really be able to scale into this. And, and you know, I think the, 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 the kind of underlying point of that too is, is, you know, I think that this is where organizations and advertisers that might be thinking about this have to continue to push themselves to think more fluidly, think more flexibly across channels and not let organizational divides or not let um, you know, budgetary requirements get into the way in which they can move dollars into this new um, new ecosystem. And so allowing for automation to do what it can do best to get to the outcomes that we want, um, while at the same time making sure that we're allowing for that right flexibility and, and fluidity. Excellent answer. You know, one of the things that I like to end on is... A prediction but right. but i will give you this is this is the first time i've ever tried this this is something i swore i wasn't going to do until the beginning of next year i'm going to give you well, the option that can be the first this yeah is be well, great. yeah so everybody wants to be a guinea pig i mean it's just you know everybody does <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um you can either make a prediction and bearing in mind that nobody will hold you to it or offer a piece of wisdom to those coming into the industry i'll let you decide which one you want to do 
I will go with a prediction. Excellent. And my my my, my prediction you know, one one area that I I spend a lot of time thinking about is uh, the expanded ecosystem of. Um, uh, of, of kind of where performance marketing can go and what, what's out there. And I think that, you know, uh, we haven't touched on it at all and not to throw a completely new topic into the equation, but I, I think about retail media partnerships and, and what is out there. Um, and my, my prediction is, is that, you know, we are just at the tipping point of what this new publisher um, experience and partnership ecosystem will, will look like that's going to bring expansion of our performance principles we've talked about. It's going to expand the media ecosystem and is going to dramatically radicalize of what we think of media. Um, and to put a little maybe you know texture on that, it's the this simple idea that um, you know if, if everything can continue to become media, you know, what happens when we start to think about automobile manufacturers as media outlets? Uh, what happens when we continue to think about um, hospitality providers as media outlets? And I think that there's a really exciting um, you know, frontier um, that is in front of us that, uh, that that's we're really at the tipping point of seeing this start to take shape over the next few years. Amazing. That is actually the first time anybody's brought that up. That is that is solid stuff right there, Bruce. Well, I, awesome. I, I appreciate you taking the time to be on the show today. It's been wonderful having you on. Yeah, I appreciate it too, Richard. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for listening. For more podcasts like this one, be sure to check out Advertising Week's growing network of podcasts for the advertising, marketing, and technology industries at advertisingweek.com slash podcasts. We all have a favorite TV ad. TV tells powerful, memorable stories that influence and inspire. And as streaming becomes the new way we watch, brands can now measure their ads' impact down to the last decimal. Mountain's self-serve connected TV marketing software provides real-time insights that take the guesswork out of ad measurement. Mountain lets you build customizable dashboards with the metrics that matter most and compare your campaigns to other channels with leading web analytics integrations. You can even track when viewers visit your website or make a purchase, regardless of what household device they use. Visit Mountain.com to learn more.